Welcome to the Tech Ranch. Now, here is your host, the guru of geek, Marlo Anderson. Hey everybody, your guru of geek, Marlo Anderson, back at the microphone, uh, hosting the Tech Ranch. Excited to be back uh, in studio, Chris Vandeveter. Chris has been a guest many times on the show, actually. Yeah. And uh, he's kind of our local resident expert in things. And he's now uh, putting together National Day Radio. How's that going, by the way? It's going pretty good. Yeah. Uh, um, as my wife once said, she thought I sang a lot at home before I took this job. <laughs> Funny. Yeah, so go check it out, National Day Radio. Uh, you can find that in your app store and also at National Day Calendar. And I'm assuming coming to a live streaming platform near you in the very near future. So I have something that I think is kind of interesting to talk about today. And I'm not sure how they're going to do this. And I, I'm not telling you what this is yet, Chris, because this is interesting. So the infrastructure bill, the one that's about ready to get passed, will mandate tech to stop drunk driving. Interesting. So I think it's noble. And the technology is probably there to do this, right? Especially if you start throwing in the ability of autonomous vehicles and all that other stuff. But we're not going to have fully autonomous vehicles. You know, the mandate is like within five years. So a new car that you'll buy within five years, most cars will not be fully autonomous by that time. So they're going to have to put something else in. Yeah. It's, uh, the only thing I can think of right now is the technology is court-ordered breathalyzers that are tied into your starter. I don't know if there's anything like that that you could just mass produce and put on every vehicle out there. So how do you feel... Again, I think it's noble, and there's probably, I guess, just some skin sensors that they could have, like put into a steering wheel or when you buckle up your car or or in the gear shift or whatever. But the thing is, is that well, a lot of new cars don't even have gear shifts anymore. You know, you just turn the dial mm -hmm. or, or whatever, you know. So is this penalizing everybody else? I mean, are you going to have to do a breathalyzer every time you jump in a car now? Does that even, I mean, how is that going to, I don't know what I think about this, actually. Yeah. Well, I'm of two minds on it. I look at the history of safety features in vehicles okay. going back to the 40s or 50s. And, um, you know, the auto industry fought seatbelt mandates right. until they were mandated. Right. Um, airbags. Um, but these are pretty passive things. Those are passive things, right. And I think the biggest problem you're going to run into is when they lowered the um, blood alcohol level to 0 0.08 uh, nationwide, right. different body types – um, metabolize alcohol differently. So you could have one drink and blow up 0.08. Okay. Or you could have three and not. Right. So I think it's part of an education program. I think you need to really educate people that they need to have common sense when they get behind a wheel. But if there's something that can passively and not really interfere and be flexible, it might be coming. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I just don't think this is what I see happening. If there isn't something like that, if, if you just can't sit down in the car and then start driving and have to go through another step to get the car to turn on, I think the, I think the backlash is going to be significant on this uh, simply because, you know, I don't drink and drive. And the general public is probably in that space, right? And I, 
I don't. I haven't looked at the stats recently, but I think uh, driving while intoxicated has actually gone down over the last few years because of services like Lyft and Uber. So people are using those services to get home if they've had too much to drink or whatever. So I don't know. I mean, I just you can tell I'm on the fence on this. Yeah, I, I look at it as well as that. You know, whenever I go out to eat, I think ahead. It's like, okay, am I driving? Do I? have a beer with a lot of times it's like, well, I'm going out for a big dinner. I may have one. Right. And then, but if I'm going out to something else, my wife will be like, well, I'm going to have some stuff to drink. So you're driving. Um, and now they have Uber options where they'll come pick you up and then they'll drive your car home for you. Right. So there's a lot of services out there that can really handle this. Putting some sort of interlock in everybody's car, given the fact that body types are so different. I look at airbags, and my son is just now big enough to trigger the airbag sensor in the front seat. And now they turn off the passenger side airbags if nobody's sitting there. And don't you think people are going to try to figure out ways to circumvent this anyway? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you have, you know, two people in a car. Uh, hey, you try the breathalyzer. See if you blow a less than a point oh eight, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. I just think that there are going to be things like that. Parents who are going to force their children to, to blow into the device or what, whatever it will be, right? Which is not a good scenario either. No. So I, I don't know. I, I just think that, you know, there'll be companies that'll come out with ways to circumvent this thing. And I don't know. I like the seatbelt. I wasn't probably a fan of it when it was mandated right away, but I almost feel naked if I don't put it on now. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just something about being clipped into the car. And I understand the safety features. And, you know, once you understand the science of that, I don't have a problem with seatbelts. And it it's kind of annoying to do it. Um, but it still doesn't impact your ability to start the car and drive out. It's it's a choice. Mm-hmm. You can put it in or you can snap it in or not and then listen to the annoying beep, 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 beep as you're driving down the road, right? I mean, they've designed it in such a way that it's just annoying to not have it clicked. I, I just don't know how this is. I, I just don't know. I yeah, guess. I think so, it's, it's very strange. Yeah. Um, I think that probably something that's worth investigating for the technology side. Because yep. look, we now have in all of our smartphones, the ability to know when you're driving. Right. So you can turn off your phone, but it's so easy to bypass it by saying, oh no, I'm not driving. Exactly. Exactly. Um, the biggest problem I've always had is there's a passenger in the car and your radio will you mess around with the radio. Yeah. It's like, I'm the passenger. Yep. I should be able to right. enter in a new GPS right. location. Exactly. I agree with that. That is very frustrating yeah. as well. You know, and, and, and where does this take you, you know, so, Driving under the influence isn't just about drinking. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are all kinds of, you know, there's drugs, prescription drugs. I mean, how many aspirins do you have to take now before you can't drive? I'm just right. throwing this out there, you know. Um, my dad once told me that if you take two Benadryl before you get in the car, you're under the influence. Yeah, pretty exactly. Much. So, you know, where does that stop, you know? And again, I'm all about public safety here. I just think that there's going to be a just a huge backlash mm-hmm. Uh, on this. And, and uh, to me, autonomous vehicles are just, that, that just has to get accelerated probably if this is the direction that, that our government is going to take us. And then you just don't have to worry about it at all anymore. Yeah. Just put it in autonomous mode and say, say uh, whatever the name of your car is, Betty, take me home, right? Mm-hmm. And, and uh, your car name, Betty, will now take you home. Then you run into situations where um, a state laws really come into effect. You could be sitting in your car with the car running and you're still considered driving. That's correct. Um, years ago, I think Dakota actually had to update their laws because a, driving a horse drunk was considered to be drunk driving. Interesting. Um, so <laughs> things have to update and move along that direction uh, just to kind of 
that's the direction people are going to be going. It's right. Like, well, my car can drive itself. Right. So I'm going to take it. Yep. Yep. Well, all right. Well, if you, anybody has any opinions, put it in the comments area because we'd love to hear what you think about the upcoming mandate where you won't be able to drive in your car unless you've had some type of test or sensor or whatever that tells you that you're able to do so. <laughs> I just don't know what to think about it yet. So, yeah, yeah it's really interesting. So, right, everybody, until next time, this is Marlo Anderson, your guru of geek, and... Chris Vandeventer, king of the internet. All right, Chris, thanks for being on today. Thank you for listening to the Tech Ranch with the Guru of Geek, Marlo Anderson. This has been a Q1 Network production. 